This is Whitney Church, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. July 16, uh, as we learned in Helsinki, uh, the 2026 World Cup may actually be in Russia again. Um, <laughs> did anybody get that joke? Okay. Yes. Bad yes. joke. Bad joke. I know. I know. Um, so, uh, all right. On my virtual right, I have my regular co-host, Jordan Small. Jordan's good to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Uh, on my virtual left, we have a guest co-host that, uh, on the show. It's been, uh, I think I checked the uh, checked the, the podcast. I think we had you on just about a year ago. So it's it's uh, you're making a nice perennial visit, Ms. Jennifer Gordon. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so we, it's been ten days since we have released an episode. So we have a few things to get to. Uh, let's briefly talk about the game that occurred. Um, uh, earlier, so two games ago, uh, Orlando Spirits uh, lose 2-1, end up getting uh, a late goal that uh, gives them the one, but can't. Uh, it's the only goal uh, that they've scored in a while. Uh, it seemed like maybe we were going to see a breath of fresh air. Uh, without thinking about the North Carolina game, um, tell, Jennifer, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you remember your feelings about that game being when you came away from it? I feel like what I really took away from that game is just how much the Spirit have taken themselves out of games by getting behind pretty early. You saw what happened when they didn't do that, and um, they gave Orlando quite quite a game. And then, unfortunately, um, they've also had a bad habit of giving up goals pretty late in the half or late in the game. (laughs) And so it was kind of of frustrating, but you could also see – kind of what can happen if they can stay in the game and, and kind of don't concede goals early. Yeah, Jordan, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was almost like a breath of fresh air. Uh, it's been a while since they scored, and to do it first was kind of um, an odd concept. So it just was like you were seeing a whole different team play almost for a little bit there. It was kind of nice to see. Yeah. Um, so looking at looking at quickly looking at the stats of that game, um, Washington had 16 shots with five goals on target. Orlando had 31 shots with 12 on on target. Um, 12 on tar- on target shots. Um, the the spirits uh, are keeping Aubrey Bledsoe uh, busy. Um, with allowing so many shots on target from a number of their opponents this year, um, Jennifer, back to you. Wh- where where do you think the um, is this a solely a backline problem, or are the problems start starting earlier up? I think the problems start earlier up. I mean, I think part of this, you you know, uh, nothing really happens in a vacuum, and so I think you can even start at the forward line. They only have one player. Um, you know, up front who has played more than a thousand minutes and that's crazy. So I think a lot of these teams will know that the spirit attack isn't going to have a lot of bite, especially when you've scored as few goals as they have all season. I mean, you have two players in the league only need a couple of goals and I've, I've gotten to the spirits goal total in the year. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So I think when you know that a team doesn't have a lot of bite coming towards you, 
you could take risks that you probably wouldn't take against a team that had a little bit more offensive power or shown more proclivity to put a ball in the net. So I think it's kind of at this point an all over issue and uh, just it kind of all just snowballs. Yeah, uh, Jordan, what are, your, what are your thoughts on the amount of uh, shots on target the Spirit are allowing? Yeah, I think a big problem is um, really looking at the midfield. And I know Jen and I have talked about this where it seems like um, a lot of it just breaks down there. And I think that's what causes a lot of pressure to be put on the back line in Aubrey Bledsoe. So, uh, the, you know, the, the silver lining, I guess, I guess, I guess in uh, that match is the Spirit do come away with that goal. Uh, Whitney Church assists on an Ashley Hatch goal. Ashley Hatch, um, you know, for, for a front line, for, for a team that we thought was going to be a little bit more potent, Ashley Hatch has actually shown through and, uh, and been someone that can get stuff done. Uh, Jennifer, how do you feel about her development so far as a member of the Spirit? It, it's kind of frustrating to, and it's kind of hard to judge her because she really hasn't had a consistent cast around her. I think in the games that she's played well, and the, the games I think she's been on, shown through the most is the games where she's done really well with holding up play. Um, the problem is, it's just so it's so hard to do anything when you're pretty much by yourself, or you know the cast continually changes. Kind of hard to get that chemistry in. Um, but she's shown flashes of what she did last year. I think it's just a matter of um, she needs people in there consistently that's also going to put um, the opposing background under pressure and, and be an option to, to score as well. Yeah, uh, Jordan, we think Ashley Hatch's success uh, this season maybe one of the highlights for the Spirit this year? Yeah, I mean, for for a while it was kind of a question of what the spirit we're going to get. And I think even if she's not necessarily putting up the numbers that she has in or she did in her rookie season, um, she has she's playing with a lot different team than she did last year. And so I think you got to be happy with the direction that they're going. And it seems like she's getting more and more comfortable and not I mean for a sophomore slump as people would like to call it um I I don't think it's as bad as it necessarily looks on paper yeah you know and definitely not take anything away from uh you know her performance so far this season with the spirit but um I mean I suppose a much much of her success last year could be credited to the fact that she had uh, a team around her that needed to be accounted for in every way uh giving her maybe some more uh, one-on-one opportunities and some more person and some more opportunities uh, on the ball that uh, since other players are being marked. Am I, am I getting some? What do you think, Jordan? Uh, yeah, Jordan. I mean, it. This team is just so like easy to. Not, I don't want to say easy to guard, but like they make it like so much easier for other teams to defend them, and and I think that it's it's a challenge compared to what she's seen in the past yeah uh before we move on anything jennifer any other takeaways you think from from this 2-1 loss in orlando uh, um I, I think you know like you mentioned getting getting the goal i think that was a huge for a sense of like a sense of relief which is crazy um just knowing that they 
especially I think for fans too, just knowing that they're not going to in all likelihood touch the 2013 goal streak um, and just getting that first goal in, I think was huge. Um, so I think there were some positives to take from that game, even though you didn't get any points, which is crazy to say, but that, that's where we are. Yeah, Aubrey Bledsoe nearly sprinting from the goal to uh, celebrate with the team <laughs> on that, I think made it clear of how how exciting that was for everybody. Um Moving forward, uh, game against uh, a midweek game against the Courage, uh, Spirit end up fall- falling two zero. Um, Spirit put uh, their starting eleven out and, and do a two four four. Jordan, what'd you think about that lineup? Um, I th- I wasn't surprised considering that was what they played for most of the game against Orlando after Ordega got hurt. Um, I think that's kind of just what they have available at this point. They never have had a whole lot of forwards on the roster. And and now that pretty much Hatch and Benini were the only two healthy, I'm glad they stopped trying to kid anybody that um, Tori Huster was suddenly this world-renowned center forward. Um, so I, I think that they finally put out the official formation, um, that they have been attempting to play for a little bit here now. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, the, uh, oh my goodness, where'd my tab go? Uh, the spirit, uh, managed to keep the shots on target down to, down to, uh, uh, to, 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 I guess not down from two to six. What did I say in the last? It was five, right? Yeah. So, uh, six shots on targets, uh, but they kept the shots down, uh, to, t- to only 21 compared to Orlando's 30 something. Um, I mean, what's, uh, you know, and, and you can echo what you said for the last game. You can alter it for the, for this opponent, but, um, you know, the, a lot of the spirit stats always show that they're, you know, they're they're never they're never the leader in possession, uh, but yet they lead the league in a lot of uh, in a lot of nuanced stats when it comes to like passing accuracy and stuff. What's not happening with their ball control? I just I don't think they're making the key passes that they need to get to get into the final third and be dangerous. I think that is a huge problem, and then I think also just. Um, they're not putting a ton of shots on target either um, and dangerous opportunities on target. So I think that's, that's a huge problem. Um, and it seems like sometimes they, they pass the ball backwards more than they pass the ball forward. So, and I know you have to do that sometimes to maintain possession, but it just seems like just getting that cracking in that final third and being dangerous doesn't happen until the 80th minute. And they're already, you know, they're really pushing to try to score. Yeah, you know, Jordan and I have talked about this a few times throughout the season, and um, I'm curious your thoughts. Who who would you like to see some more? Who would you like to see to be um, not say more of a shot taker, but to take a, take some more opportunities from maybe a little further out or to pull the trigger a little quicker than they are? Um, is there anybody you think that is being too conservative in their shot choice? I think that the inter- the thing the spirit need to do as a whole is just get into the final third and be more dangerous. Um, and as a whole, it seems like sometimes they're just too tentative. A player I would like to see get more shots um, from pretty much anywhere is Benini. I mean, she's just got a kind of skill that most of the other players on the team don't. 
Um, and I think she can really get defenders out of sorts just because she is a, a bit different style of player than they're used to seeing or what you see typically in the league. So that would probably be my player um, to get to see you a little bit more from. Um, and I think part of that's just with the inter- injuries and being away more than like taking a knock at her. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, you and I have, have talked about this subject for uh, a few times in the past, but curious as to if you have a specific player you'd like to see some some more shots out of. Yeah, I mean, I think Benini's a, a good option, I think, with her starting to hopefully see more consistent minutes. That'll, that'll come, but um, I'd like to see more f- shots from Andy Sullivan. I think that sometimes she looks to be a connector too much and um, is almost a little tentative in taking her sh- her shot when um, the opportunity presents herself so um, I'd like to I'd like to see a little bit more from her still waiting on that uh, that first goal still waiting on that first goal um, on the I guess going into the silver lining of this game, uh, Aubrey Bledsoe, number one on the uh, SC Top 10 uh, for on SportsCenter with a fantastic save. She has just been amazing this year and uh, overworked, I think, is, is possibly a word that we can use to, to describe her. Aubrey Bledsoe, <laughs> 84 saves. Um, Second, uh, second behind her is Sheridan with sixty out of Sky Blue, um, and wow, Sheridan must have gotten some work recently because that that number is shot up. Um, do you, is this Aubrey Bledsoe for real, or are we seeing a career year out of her? Maybe both. I, I think it's both. I think that uh, if you would, you know, if you talk to anybody who was with her the last two years in Orlando. Um, and what she did when Ashlyn was out, uh, you know, and the Pride fans still have a lot of respect and, and cheer for her when she's not cheering, when they're not playing Orlando. Um, I think you could see it's there, and she definitely was uh, a starting caliber keeper, and so we're seeing that. Um, but obviously it's a career year because it's a first year, you know, starting. So I think it's a little bit of both. Um, but she's really putting on a show, which um, if you're a Spirit fan, you're appreciative, but you wish – it wasn't happening so often, um, but it's it's been exciting to see that from a player who you know was just kind of waiting for a chance to start. Um, and she's really proven to me that you know, and to a lot of people that she's you know definitely deserves uh, you know one of the nine starting spots in this league. Yeah, but I I, I guess by wondering if it's a career year, I, I wonder if. Um... Yeah, I'm curious if five five years from now this is going to be still like her standout season, or if there's still more to see from her, um, especially maybe in a, in a in a year where she um, maybe her saves her total saves aren't as high, but her save percentage is is a little bit higher. Uh, Jordan, the, the the Spirit have three goalkeepers uh, on on their roster. Abby Bledsoe has uh, has been performing at a high level. Um, I mean, do, do you see, do you think the spirit have any reason to maintain all three keepers going, you know, and I know this is still a little far out looking at 2019, but you have to wonder, like they've, they've, this has been a roster spot that's been held by you know, a third goalkeeper for a while. Um, what, 
you know, with how well Bledsoe's playing, why are we keeping around three? It's a wonderful question, and I ask myself that constantly. Um, I I think that there is a lot um, going on probably that we don't see because, you know, Kelsey Weiss, you don't know what you're going to get out of her. Um, she played very well in 2016 when called upon, but then she has a um, major knee injury and is out for over a year. So um, I think it's kind of, there's probably things um, that we don't necessarily see on the surface, but I think that um, I would not be surprised if come the start of 2019, that Aubrey Bledsoe is the only um, returning goalkeeper on the roster. Um, and I'm not sure if that means that there will be two or three heading into 2019, but I, I really do think that the Spirit will attempt to um, go in a different direction if possible during the offseason for their backup goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's let's talk a little bit about the Spirit's future. Now, it's a little far out, obviously, to talk about offseason and stuff like that, but... Um, I, I'm curious as uh, as both of your thoughts on, um, you know, what what players the Spirit should be like looking to develop, um, what players are maybe um, marketable. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, maybe a little a uh, little early for that, but still, you know, whatever. This is this is sports, and this is what we do, right? We we gauge things out. They're already talking about where LeBron's going to be in four years. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we can talk about the spirit offseason a little bit. Um, you know, looking at the shots on goal stat for the, for the league, um, the Spirit's first player on the list is at 11 with Ashley Hatch having 18 shots on goal on 47 shots. Going... Um, I think Alex Morgan at 13 is the only person in the top 15 that is that is um, close to her as when it comes to how far they are away from being 50% shot on goal. Um, and I only point that out to to reiterate the shots on target uh, issues that the Spirit have had. Jennifer, as you as you look at this Spirit roster, where where do you see spirit like where do you see the potential of like really developing uh into uh and we won't talk we won't talk maybe about who's marketable or whatever let's focus right now on who are some of the the players that the spirit really should focus on developing who are maybe close to just reaching that next step in their game it's a tough question because i feel like there's there's a lot of first and second year players that we really haven't seen a ton out of this year or seen a ton of like really positive things like I think even less so than we did last year um because of, I think some of that is due to injury um I think you've got to continue to work on that midfield and get that midfield sorted out because with the amount of talent they have there um there should be enough for a very solid starting midfield and then a couple of players to come off the bench and do what you need to do I just it's funny because I, who should get the starting role or who's going to be the star moving forward is kind of, it's hard to gauge. Um, that's a very difficult question, but you just feel like that's the area that they need to like figure it out. Like if they can just figure it out, I think it would change 
um, things immensely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, looking looking at the past two off seasons that the Spirit have had, where there's been tremendous um, turnover, there's been a lot of shipping players off, bringing players in. The Spirits uh, just in the, this past off season brought in a lot of big name talent or a lot of at least um, hyped talent. You know, with with all like with that informing where we are now, um, you know, it are the spirits really in need of improving a spot in their field as far as player acquisition would go? Or do you think that now it's just a matter of developing and and melding this team? Uh, They could definitely use definitely some more in the back. I think some more options at center back um, and potentially even another outside back. I think they, they just don't. And a lot of this has to do with, uh, Pew just being injured for substantial portions of the last two seasons, but they don't seem to have that it player that can just take over games the way that a lot of the other, the top level teams do. And that's kind of a harder thing to go out and get. You're not going to probably get that in the college draft. Um, and it's kind of, I mean, we've seen the spirit kind of have trouble um, really finding players that can stick around. I mean, from the you know, international spots. So that's something they kind of have to sort out. I, I that's one of those. I'm not really sure what they do, but I'm not. I'm not thinking a huge wholesale sort of sell off that we've seen in the last two years. I think they need to make some adjustments, and uh, you know, find a player to up top that can uh, take the pressure off the one or two players that uh, are playing substantial minutes now and. Um, sort out that back line a little bit more. And I think they'll be sad. I don't think this is a play this season, an off season that we should see more, you know, a ton of movement. I wouldn't think. Sure. Jordan, where, where do you want to see developments uh, on the roster as we see it now? Yeah, I think, um, I think the big thing they need right now is somebody that can put the ball in the back of the net. Um, but I think that it's possible that that player is on the roster they just need to get healthy. Um, I think one of the, the big things that um, Jason from Black and Red United had tweeted was the amount of time that um, Pew and Lavelle have played together is under, I think, 20 minutes. Um, so you're having you know these, these two very, very talented players that everybody is uh, talking about being on a Spirits roster, but when they're not playing together or they're not playing a whole lot at all this season, it makes it very difficult to to gauge where this team is at because I think they have a lot of talent. It's just um, you know getting them all healthy at the same time has uh, proven to be a challenge. So I agree with Jen that I don't think this is going to be like a huge fire sale. Um, in the off season, I think it's small tweaks here and there to try and just get those last few pieces to fit together. Jordan, seven seven games left in the season. Uh, we start with a home game this Saturday against Houston, then a three game road trip, and then three games again at home. One of those being played at Audi Field. Um, we briefly talked about this last week, but curious your thoughts now that we're two two games further uh, down the road. What do you want to see from the spirit now? Uh, you know, playoffs that are out of reach. Now it's, uh, you know, players are tr- trying to get healthy again. Um, what What do you still want to see from the spirits uh, before this season wraps up? I think 
chemistry is huge. Um, you know, that's one thing that we really haven't seen a whole lot of from this team. Um, it, it seems like it's a lot of um, each player for themselves, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily um, something that they're trying to do, but just when the roster is different every single week, there it's it's hard to build a lot of chemistry there, and I think that's kind of hurt them in the long run. So just here in the last few weeks, if they could try and build build some chemistry um, that hopefully could carry over to next season, that would be huge. Yeah. Jennifer, what do you want to see in, uh, in the spirit in, the, in these last uh, couple months? I would love to see, um, you know, Roosevelt healthy and playing and Mallory Pugh yeah. healthy and playing. Because I think that's part of trying to evaluate what your team can do. Um, is to see what kind of what those two players. I mean, we've seen we've seen what Mallory Pugh can do, but to see to you know to see what they are engaged in with the full rest of the team, um, because it feels like you know, early on when they had Pugh, a lot of other players were injured, um, and then obviously we've only seen Rose of Ellen's birth. I really do think she could. Obviously, your hope is that those two players are, are the face of your team moving forward, and they kind of do play that role of being the difference maker, the, the players that can change games. Um, but it's hard to know that for sure until you've actually been able to see that. Um, especially, you know, this league kind of does sometimes eat up and chew out, you know, young talent. So you, you just want to see if they can play and stay healthy and, and really score. So that's I think the big thing that uh, you want to see and just some life, some points. I think that was, in 2013, the first season, the end of that season, where they picked up seven points in the last three games, was such a huge part of that turnover, the turnaround in 2014, where they made the playoffs. They started, basically, they started the season, you know, a few, uh, you know, a couple months early and kind of got, got on the right foot at the end of the, the previous season. So I think that's huge as far as um, team team building and, and everything moving forward. So that's what I would like to see in a, in a perfect world, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, before we get to my last topic for the day, uh, a couple plugs, of course. Uh, Patreon.com slash follow your spirits where you can support the outlet. Jordan, how's, how's Spirit Small Talk going? We, we got any more it's of those? Going well. It's going swimmingly over here. Oh, very well. Whole lot to, it's it's hard to come up with fun things to talk about when the same thing happens every week. I get you. I get you. Well, uh, any all all patrons, right? All, are all patrons of uh, of uh, yes. follow your spirit get to check out Spirit Small Talk uh, uh, when Jordan has some uh, some of her own hot takes to to make. Uh, probably one of the the the, uh, the tier on there that interests most people the most is the the shirt club tier. Uh, the, the When I Root shirt um, recently. But, Jordan, we do have uh, at least one and hopefully a second new uh, design coming. We've got a Maddie Houston design coming down the pipeline. Uh, just started working with Maddie. Got, uh, she's down with the design that we, we sent to her. We're going to get that into production. And then we're trying to confirm uh, an, uh, an Aubrey Bledsoe design. So um, hopefully those will be the two more designs we tack on uh, to this season. Last thing I want to talk about. We've seen clubs have trouble. Um, Boston obviously comes to mind. Kansas City comes to mind, even though Kansas City fi- found a home in Utah. 
do we think the spirit is in could be in any trouble with an underperforming team that is difficult for its home city to to get to it is it is a trek the spirit squadron have admitted that that membership has been kind of it 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 dove a couple uh, uh you know after the uh, the the finals season and then uh, I think maybe stay the same this season. I'll, I'll, don't quote me on that. But um, Jennifer, you, you've been around a spear for a while. I'm curious your thoughts on um, on if you think the if you think a spirit lackluster set of seasons could jeopardize the health of the business side of this club. Um, to be honest, I I'm kind of the belief that there's no non MLS slash professional men's back team that it's completely in the clear. Um, I feel like it's sort of a year to year. You're going to, you kind of have to look at things. I do definitely know that um, maybe malaise is the best term to describe a lot of um, spirit fans at this point. I, I know a lot of them, you know, used to really look forward to games, and now it's almost like a chore when they're, especially when it's away, and you know, you don't get the camaraderie with your friends, and you're just watching, and you kind of know what's going to happen. Um, so I think that there may be um, growing apathy towards the team a bit, and it's always going to impact your attendance when you don't win, right? Like people love a winning team, and uh, people will come out to see winners. So. Uh, you know, I think there's always going to be reasons to, to be concerned. Um, I'm interested to see, especially what's happened with Audi Field, because everybody's always been of the opinion that if you could get this team to play some games in the actual, you know, D.C. proper, that it would um, increase attendance and a lot. But I, you have to wonder, is it too late now? Like two years ago, if they had had that, you know, been in the city, you know, maybe you would get a completely different result than you're going to have you know, in a month from now. So um, I wouldn't say I'm hitting the panic button, but it is definitely something that I think you should monitor. Yeah. Jordan, if uh, if the spirits, let's say, somehow pull uh, either an upset or maybe like a 2-2 or 3-3, three, three, uh, you know, exciting game against Portland at Audi Field, um, does that get people more excited for the following season, especially when it's only a, a game from the end of the season? I think so. I think that making uh, the Audi Field game against Portland is one of the best things they could have done just because kind of no matter what, you have a, a good draw. I think the only thing that could have um, been um, a better draw would be to have Orlando in there because I think it just automatically boosts attendance. But um, I think a, a strong game against Portland, especially if, you know, Portland needs a point or two to get into the playoffs and, and they could almost play um, kind of like a, a bracket buster would be huge. So I think that could, could potentially have a lot of impact if not for the fans, um, definitely for the organization as a whole. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with all of those points. One of the first things I asked um, 
Jim Gabera when I first started covering the Spirit was you know what his thoughts were on on the Spirit playing so far away from DC and and being able to draw a crowd and he he proudly claimed that they would put a product on the field that's worth visiting but I think two years later I think that statement is probably a little bit more challenged and um, you know I, I'm I'm with you Jen I think it's it's definitely something to sort of be paying attention to but I don't think that we've seen anything that really requires it in the panic button so. Um, all right. Thank you uh, to both of you. Jen, you are at jgordon1987 on Twitter. I'm sure people are already following you there for all of your hot takes on the Washington Spear, and I hope to see you at least one more time before the season ends. Thanks for having me. Jordan, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I'm sure you and I will be doing this again next week following the Houston game. Yes, thanks for having me.